Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we will look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is in memory of Shlomo ben Edward and Edward ben Ephraim. May their souls be uplifted and their memories be a blessing. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the complete and speedy recovery of Shaul ben Brita, Sasson ben Sal ben Batia, and Yerachmiel Daniel ben Tofa Basha. May they have a complete and speedy recovery. This week's Torah portion is Parshas Shlach. Our Parsha begins with the story of the spies' reconnaissance of Eretz Yisrael, the land of Israel. The Jewish people lacked faith in what God had told them about the land. So they asked Moshe if they can send spies to study Israel and report back their findings. Moshe turned to Hashem, who replied, He's allowed to send spies, but he himself, Hashem, is not commanding Moshe to do so. Moshe then picked one leader from each tribe and assigned them with this special task. The spies headed out to perform their directives. They spent 40 days surveying the land and its people. And when they returned to Moshe, they reported, that The land is indeed flowing with milk and honey, as God said. However, they warned that its citizens are powerful and mighty giants and its cities are well fortified. Therefore, it will be impossible to conquer and the Jewish nation to stay in the desert. In response, the Jewish people turned to Moshe and told him that they would rather return to Egypt than be defeated in battle. Upon hearing their complaints, Hashem, God, informed Moshe that he would punish the Jewish people for their persistent lack of faith. He exiled the Jewish nation to 40 years of wandering in the desert and banned any male over the age of 20 from ever entering the land of Israel. However, a question comes to mind. Right before Moshe sent off the spies to do their mission and check out the land of Israel, he changes one of the spies' names. He has the letter Yud at the beginning of his name, changing from Hesheah to Yeshua. And Rashi explains that Moshe did so to give Yeshua the strength and fortitude not to follow in the path of the other spies. But if Moshe already knew that the spies would return with a negative report, why did he send them to Israel to begin with? And why did Moshe choose people whom he previously recognized that would fail his mission? The Chizkuni of Chizkiel ben Mano, a 13th century French commentary, answers this question by arguing with Rashi. He explains that Moshe did not actually change Yeshua's name now, but rather he did so many years earlier. And the reason the Torah mentions it now is just to inform us that Moshe's most trusted student was chosen to be a spy. In fact, it was when Yeshua became Moshe's most loyal and faithful follower that his name was changed forever. However, the Abarbanel, Rav Yitzchak ben Yehuda Abarbanel, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He agrees with Rashi's understanding and rationale of why Moshe changes Yeshua's name. The Abarbanel writes that Moshe knew that potentially the spies could come back with a negative report. In fact, says the Abarbanel, he understood that it was a great possibility that the spies would return with an unfavorable and cynical description of the land. And therefore, he added to Yeshua's name to bestow upon him extra resilience and courage to disagree and differ from the other spies. Yet nevertheless, Moshe hoped that by choosing 12 immensely righteous tribal leaders, that they would ultimately pick the correct and true account of the land of Israel that they would see the same version of Israel that he saw and was told about in depth. A land so holy that even its physicality oozed and dripped of God's holiness. A country that was promised and given to the descendants of people who gave everything to God. 
the only place in the world that can have a real concrete dwelling place and sanctuary for God's physical presence. As Moshe told the spies their mission before they left, mahi, and you shall see the land for what it is, a divine gift from God for a Jewish kingdom, the holiest of all lands. In our daily life, it is imperative that we understand that the point of seeking knowledge and information is to directly modify and transform our actions. For the aim of education is not to teach us facts, but rather to help us understand the values and meaning and purpose of life. And therefore, the more we align our conduct with our intelligence, the closer we are to achieving real and permanent success. There is an amazing quote that I once heard. Knowledge is nothing without action, because nothing changes until you do something. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.